0: Acts chapter three and I'm going to start reading verse one through ten. Uh you don't have to stand if you stand it's up to you but I'm going to read Acts chapter three verse one through ten. Many of you will know this uh familiar scripture. Uh now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful. He was asking money of them that entered into the temple, who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking an alms, and Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them. He looked on them and he expected to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, I give I thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple. He was walking and leaping and what? Praising God, and all the people saw him walking and praising God, and they knew it was that same man that sat for arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And all of God's people shout, Amen. Amen. You could be seated in the presence of the Lord, you who stood. I'm going to speak to you this morning just a thought, just for a few moments. From the topic Beyond the Gate. Somebody say Beyond the Gate. Now, listen. The truth is, we are people and creatures of habit. All of us got our routine. And because of that, some of the people who live with us will categorize us as being particular, peculiar. Or one that's having funny ways. You know, it's kind of a, when I meet people who've been married for 40 and 50 and 60 years, I'd be like, man, you need more than a plaque. <laughs> because to share space with somebody, that's a lot of compromise, isn't it? Why are y'all looking scared when I said that? Okay, well, let's just be honest. Look at the person beside you. Tell them there's a whole lot that comes with me. Yeah, in particular, I like things the way I like things. Now, you don't have to understand it, but I just like things the way I like things. We like our clothes washed a certain way. Amen. We want our sheets folded a particular way. Amen. Nothing annoys me more. And I'm very hospitable. I'm open for people to come in my home when I'm, when I'm at home. And, but I, nothing uh, annoys me more than for somebody to pour drink into a cup and there's this much left. And they put it back in the refrigerator. Now what do you think I'm going to get out of that? We are particular ways. We are creatures of habit. We do things on a system even the most chaotic of us, even the most random individuals in this room, if you step back and looked at yourself on a camera, you'll realize you're not as random as you think you are. Now, there's nothing wrong with the routine. There's nothing wrong with having a pattern until you get stuck in it. Mm. Talking about being beyond the gate. Some of us, our greatest hindrance... Hear me, our greatest hindrance is not warfare. They're not the demons we got to rebuke. But the comfort we settle in. I'm glad y'all went and shouted because y'all looking at me now a little strange. Look at your neighbor, tell your neighbor, make sure you don't get too comfortable. Because when you start getting comfortable, you stop growing. Your character has been developed more from your challenges than your comfort. And we don't like anything or anybody to discomfort our comfort. As a matter of fact, some of you felt it a little invasive for me today to ask you to clap your hands. How dare you tell me to clap my hands? That's not what I do. No. Well, start training yourself to clap your hands then. Now, if your favorite football team was on the, on the TV screen, you'd clap your hands for the team. They don't deliver. They don't heal. You get sick. Your favorite football star athlete is not coming by your hospital bed. But the God that woke you up this morning, you feel it invasive to clap your hands. Well, that's not my personality. Well, you need to shift your personality. <laughs> because we like comfort. We choose our churches based upon comfort. I want it to be a church service that... Comes at the time I like to go to church, and make sure you have me out by a certain time because I got other things to do. I like this preacher. This is this is this is the strange thing for me: how some churches can go two years without a pastor because they're trying to choose a leader based upon their flesh and not their spirit. They want somebody they can control and not hear. Y'all not saying none of me in here. But you are not growing until you got somebody in your life that challenges you. Somebody that pushes you. I know you just want to be comfortable, but I got some people in here that work out in the gym and you can testify that muscle mass is not created from comfort, but resistance. From resistance. Uh, We end up finding ourselves in our comfort and when you get comfortable too long, you start settling And some of us had some dreams, we had some aspirations, we had some goals, but we got comfortable and now time has gone by and some things you said you were going to do, you never got around to doing it. You were going to, you're going to clean out that shed when spring come, but now we're coming into winter. And you never touched that shed. I'm going to clean out that closet. I'm, I know I'm talking about a shed and a closet. But there's some other things that those are representing. they are deeper and wider things. Some goals that we have set for ourselves. For our children. For our marriage. For ourselves financially. And even for us spiritually. Yes we came into the new year and says. In this new year. And you spoke to the ones in your house. We go to church every Sunday in the new year. You set those goals. But. That 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 bed <laughs> that bed got you comfort. And then that comfort turned into settling. And then I can just watch online. And something that was set up to assist people who couldn't get to the house has now become a crutch for those who are too lazy to come. Oh, y'all don't want me to come back up here no more, Sundays. All right. <laughs> I need you to tell your neighbor, don't settle, don't settle. Yes, because, yes, well, I can be blessed from a distance. You sure can. You can be blessed from your house. And and you can just make little amount of changes and get in better health. Yeah, you can do all of those things. But are you going to settle for the least results? Or are you going to make a deposit or pour yourself into the process of God to get the greatest results? I know you want to be blessed, but... Do you really want to be blessed? I know you want to grow in God, but do you really want to grow in God? And anyone who knows anything about the process of flying when it comes to birds, you realize that process only comes about when the mother bird begins to remove the comfort out of the nest. It seems cruel when it happens, it, it seems vicious when it happens but if the hay and the cotton and the straw is not removed it doesn't give the young birds uh, and a, a, a desire to move out and some of you I want you to know this last season of your life was hard on purpose this last season of your life was challenging on purpose and some of you have rebu- been rebuking the devil but I hate to tell you the devil wasn't behind all that stuff There's some things that happen in your life that God did to give you an incentive to step out of your comfort some of you if you would have never lost that job you would never be open to what God has next for you if you had never gone through that bad relationship you would not be open to have what God has for you because many of us settle beneath our ability we settle beneath what God has for us because we rather stay comfortable instead of being challenged but tell your neighbor there's life beyond the gate I come to tell somebody in here this morning that you've been settled I come to disrupt you I come to be a voice to annoy you I hope I make you mad I hope you get frustrated I hope I say it loud enough that you go home today and you can't unhear what you have heard scream at somebody tell them there's more there's more there's more come on scream at them tell them there's more there's more don't settle here there's more there's more our expectations are sometimes shaped by what we expose ourselves to that's for the note takers our expectations are sometimes shaped by what we are exposed to some of us don't have an expectation for anything greater because we're still looking at the same stuff same stuff same people all the time. That's why, listen, uh, where I am in life, I don't hang out with people that don't have the expectation. No, really. Because people who want to be uh, frustrated all the time and want to have a sad story all the time, it's contagious. People who are fearful, people who are doubtful, no matter what you say i oh, don't know i oh, don't know if you say i'm going to damn well you better be careful about going to damn people getting killed in damn well i'm going to roanoke you didn't see what happened on the- let me tell you something something is happening all the time everywhere I'm I'm gonna die one day, not today, but I'm gonna live until it happens. Come on. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, watch your atmosphere, because a bad atmosphere is contagious. And some of you will be a whole lot further than where you are right now, but you hooked up with the wrong. De- I mean, you hooked up with the wrong people, and them people then talk you out of God moments. Ten spies held back over a million people. 10 people with a bad report expose yourself. That's why, Tina, when I get ready to go on a vacation or something, I don't say what y'all gonna do, I'm saying this is what I'm doing, I'm making my reservation. I don't even make group reservations anymore. I'm like, this is where I'm staying. Give it to the family members. If you're coming, I see you when you get there. Because a lot of people will talk in the process of planning. But when it's time to make deposits, they start saying, well, I can't afford. I can't afford. I see you at the restaurant every Sunday. At some point, you can make the proper adjustments to do what you want to do. You ain't saying nothing to me in here. You at the hair salon every week, every once in a while. When you got to go, you're going to say, I'm going every other week. because." I see a vacation in this coming June and I'm going to be able to pay for it in full. I'm coming to speak to somebody you need to get out of the space you're in to expose yourself to something greater because you can't desire what you ain't never seen. My God. But I need about 100 people in here that says I got an expectation. I got an expectation. God has something greater for me. It's not that I'm not thankful for where I am but something in me is telling me there's got to be life beyond the gate. Scream and tell him it's beyond the gate, and a lack of exposure can cause an individual to have no or little expectations in life and I find myself as I travel all over the country and in different parts of the, the world and I go in, in a room to minister and some services I mean tangible miracles start breaking out in the service. I mean, things start happening. People start getting baptized in the Holy Ghost. All of these reports come back about when you came to our church. This happened and that happened. And then, there's some services I go to and it's it's a good service. We sung some good songs. I gave a pretty good message. Now, I have to say, now, when ain't much happening, I have to think so. Was it that I didn't preach good? Well, then I said, well, you know what? No, I prayed and I preached what God told me to preach, I'm on, I'm on. right? So I, I first start with me, but then when I know I did what God told me to do, I said, so what's different? What, what's different? I'm going to tell you what it is. It's expectation. There are some churches that if I had never gotten the microphone, They had the kind of faith that says when you get here, Bishop Young is coming tonight. Y'all know the storm is passing over? When he get here, that storm going to pass. And just my presence in the oh my see some of us are too common with god's presence to get a miracle i can tell by the way some of y'all walked into service today you didn't really expect nothing you came to check a box and says when we get out here is we gonna be able to get to the buffet in time let me tell you but that's somebody that came in and says no you know what i'm going to reach out this morning because i need something from god i need something only god can give me and the extra expectation and the atmosphere of expectation is the breeding ground for miracles I need you to look at somebody tell them there's a miracle on this road let me hear the sound of the row in here they got expectation for a miracle everybody will come but everybody won't leave the same way but is there anybody in this room that says I refuse to leave the same way I walked in this building Jacob said to the angel of the Lord I won't let you go until you're blessed me let me hear the shout of the expectation of the same I'm closing now I'm closing now you have to declare that where I am right now is not where I will always be Come on, lay hands on yourself and say that. Say, where I am right now is not where I will always be. I, I, yeah, where, I, what I'm dealing with right now, I won't have to deal with it for the rest of my life. So Stop, stop listening to folk that say, well, everybody got to die with something. That ain't true. Now, if you got faith for that, that's what you'll have. I believe you can live as long as you want and never won't as long as you live. And when you get ready to go, you can lay down at night and say, Lord, I'm ready. <laughs> See, if you got faith for that, that's what you can have. You have what you say. Some of you got more faith for cancer than you got faith for healing. As soon as your head hurt, you say, oh, I'm going to have an aneurysm. As soon as you start getting sick, I'm catching a cold. I rebuke that I don't say that. I say, I'm about to be healed. By his stripes, I am healed. Tell your neighbor, watch your mouth. Watch what you say. Because the life you're living is being created with the words that are coming out of your mouth because in your tongue lies the power of life and death. And if you have an option to live or die, which one are you gonna choose? I shall live. And what time, and de- I feel like preaching to myself, declare the words of the Lord. I tell you, when you begin to speak a thing, your voice is created, because when God created the world, He didn't create it with His hands, He created it with His voice. He said, let there be, and there was, and when He made me, He made me in His image, and in his likeness, I need you to push somebody to tell him, you got speaking power. It ain't got what you feel, it's what you say. And I declare I'm the head, cannot the tail. I declare I'm above, not the deep. I'm the lifter, cannot the power. hallelujah. Pull on somebody tell him, you have what you say. you got to start talking your way through it. When you feel depression coming on you, you gotta start talking to yourself. You gotta say, hey, he gives me the garment of praise for the spirit of heaven. You gotta talk to yourself. When you start going through in your mind, you gotta say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord, he will deliver. Somebody clap your hands and shout hallelujah. So, some of us have limited ourselves because of what people said. And there are word curses over our lives where people have said things to us. Some of us in our childhood. Some of us in our present. And it got in our ear gates. And you tried to brush it off. But the truth is, sometimes we feel limited because of people's lack of faith in us some of us are limited by what we say but I want to tell you today it's time for you to take the limits off of God reach out I want to tell you I believe the greatest day of the churches is in, is in front of us but you got to come out of your comfort some of us are just like the lame man we've been here so long that now we didn't settle here Bible said in uh, Acts chapter 2 that the Holy Ghost failed miracles signs and wonders were happening but then we turn to Acts chapter 3 and the Bible says Peter and John are going to the temple to pray because where there's no prayer there's no power I said no prayer no power For he that cometh to God must first believe that he is and he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I tell you, prayer is important because Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7 verse 7 Ask and it shall be given Seek and ye shall find Knock and the door shall be open. I need you to push somebody. Tell them, you got to do something. Come on, tell them, you got to say something. Come on, tell them, I'm going to tell them, you got to do something. And you got to say something. Come on, I've been waiting on God, but you got to do something. And you got to say something. I'm going to declare they went to pray and on their way into the temple to pray the Bible said there was a lame man there and the lame man was by a gate and the gate was called beautiful and some of us are distracted by beauty hallelujah laying there every day they're picking him up every day and dropping him off at the gate. They pick him up every day and drop him off by the gate. My question is why nobody considered instead of putting him at the gate to take him on the inside. But maybe the man got comfortable sitting around asking for handouts. And I know some of y'all in here like handouts. But there's a group of us in here that say, I don't want to ask nobody for nothing. I wanna be able to pay my own bills. I wanna be able to take care of my own house. Somebody always waiting for a rebate check. But I'm not waiting on a repay check. I want God to prosper my hands. I want to be a blessing to somebody. I want the blessing of Abraham on my life where he says I'm going to bless you and I'm going to make you a blessing. I want somebody to throw up your hands and shout Lord you can trust me. You can trust my hands. And that's why some of us help people because we know what it is to struggle There's some of y'all looking real rich in here today but I need you to be honest with somebody tell them I know what it is to struggle I know what it is to need a little help from somebody I thank God for the Sundays I was here. And there were days I had some hard days. I was working the best way I could. But when I went off to college, I had some hard days. I would play the organ and then run out the back door. But I thank God for the people that God would talk to. And they would walk up to me and shake my hand. and had a little gas money in my hand. I thank God for the people who God used that had no idea that my gas tank was low thank you Deacon Marcus Stockton Uh, thank you sister Renee Uh, I want to thank hallelujah uh, sister Michelle thank you for feeding me uh, because there were days you made me plates uh, and people had no idea I didn't have food I need you to look at your neighbor uh, and say I know what it is to struggle Uh, oh my god uh, but even in my struggling days uh, there's something on the inside of me uh, that was telling me uh, that there's gotta be a day uh, that's Coming after this, there's gotta be an hour where things change. There's got to be a moment where things move. I got good news for somebody. The psalmist left it on record that weeping may endure for a night, but joy—somebody shout joy! I said somebody shout joy. Joy is coming. And on this day, when Peter and John are walking in the temple, the Bible said that the lame man looked at him and they said, He said, Give me some money. And John and Peter said, Look at us. And he did. And when he looked at them, he expected to get some money because favor will make you look rich when you ain't got no money in your pocket hallelujah somebody shout i got favor people were jealous of me and they had no idea uh, people were trying to compete with me uh, and they had no idea uh, that's favor on my life uh, I need somebody in this room uh, to wave your hand uh, and shout God has been good to me uh, God has been good to me uh, with no money uh, in my pocket uh, he fixed it where all of my needs were still met. Tell somebody, God has been good. God has been good. People say, look where y'all got it. No, I ain't got it. God's got it. Everything. Thing I need, He keeps making ways. He keeps opening doors. The songwriter said, "Every time I'm, I turn around, y'all help me, Tabernacle." I said, "Every time I'm, I turn around, somebody to need to turn around by Monday. This is your chance. Every time." I, I turn around. Uh, he keeps making ways. Uh, some uh, trust in horses. Uh, some uh, trust in chariots. Uh, but we. Uh, the people of God. We put our trust in the name of the Lord. For the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Help me, Copeland. And the righteous running. And they all say, look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor. Say, oh neighbor. Come on, shout! Oh, neighbor, tell him I've seen a lot of things in my life, but there's one thing I've never seen. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. Peter said, "We got power, but we ain't got no money. We look like money, but we ain't got no money." Tell your neighbor, you look like money. You look like all your bills are paid. You look like money. Look like you got several accounts telling you look like money. But I come to tell the saints that what you look like is getting ready to line up. Oh I said, what you look like is about to line up. Hey, I said, what you look like, what's been in your head? God is about to put in your hands. And they said, Peter said silver and gold. None, but such as i have i'll give it to you look at your neighbor and say what i have i'll give it to you what he put on me i'll put on you it may not be gold it may not be silver but i got power i got power with god grab somebody by the hand and i want you to rock them and say i release healing in your body i release deliverance in your soul i declare freedom in every area of your life i speak of release of finances in your account i declare your children are already saved i declare your family it's already delivered promotions at your job refunds in your account bless going out bless come in here i speak it over you come on pull on them and say live 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 I canceled the funeral and I pushed back death. I canceled the funeral and I pushed back death. I canceled the funeral and I pushed back death. I canceled the. No! Oh. oh! He said, I don't have money, but I got power. Show sure to somebody, tell him, I got power. I got power with God. I got power. I got power with God. Uh, lay hands on somebody's shoulder. Uh, tell them I got power. I got power with God. Uh, Silver and gold. Have I none? Somebody tell you that if you need some money. You're like, oh man. These are such as I do have. I give it to you he said in the name of Jesus rise up and walk now they said it now if you look at the scripture Peter and John said in the name of Jesus rise up and walk but he didn't get up you got to go back and look at the scripture the Bible says they grabbed him by his right hand When when they reached out with their right hand, the hand of favor and power, then the Bible said immediately his ankles and his legs gained strength. There's some immediate things that are about to happen for 32 people in this room that will praise him now. There's some immediate... You may get an email on Monday, but it happened on Sunday. There's some immediate... I need you to tell somebody I got some immediate things I need to happen there's some stuff that I need to happen immediately I need some stuff that needs to happen by last week but I declare if the praise of today strength is coming to you and this is what the Lord said and this is what the Lord said I'm not just gonna hand it to you I'm gonna give you the strength to go get it hallelujah i'm, I'm, I'm going to give you this faith exercise because some of you keep on waiting for god to drop it on you but this is the year 5784 according to the jewish calendar the gregorian calendar we call this 2023 and when we get to january we'll call it 2024 according to the Hebrew calendar, which was the calendar Jesus would have followed. In September, we came into a new year and that number is 5784. That means we don't have to wait for the world to get to January. We already in it. Somebody shout, we already here and it's already done. I said, we already here and it's already, maybe this section can help me. I said, we are already here And it's already, that was okay, I knew somebody, I said we're already here, and it's already, already done. So, in in the imagery of the Jewish numerical system, there are letters and there's language that looks like pictures. And so in this year 5784 is the picture of a door and this is why many of us have been declaring that this is going to be a year of an open door but if you look a little closer to the picture and i was sharing this with some of my colleagues kept saying open door i said well if we want to use integrity y'all if y'all look at this door it doesn't the image of it it doesn't look like an open door it looks like a closed door so many of us are waiting for the door to open but god says i'm giving you strip to put your hand on the knob Now Walmart don't waste energy, so Walmart don't leave their doors open because that's a waste of energy. They don't cool the outside, they don't heat up the outside. So the only way the door at Walmart is going to open is that you got to approach it. You can't expect God to open the door if you don't even have faith to walk up to it. Some of you have been looking at a home. You got to walk up to it, baby. You been looking at a new job. You got to apply for it. If you can put your foot on it, you can possess it. So I'm, I'm going to give you. I need you to look at somebody telling them there's life beyond the gate. Now you say, "Oh, but the gate is beautiful." But God got more for you than a beautiful gate. That gate has been your boundary. That gate has been your limitation. So God says, "Today, I'm giving you strength to approach the door." I'm not going to drop it on you. Not this one. I'm not going to drop it. This next level, the Lord says, "I'm. You're not. I'm not bringing it to you. You got to come to it." So by faith, everybody in this room know that God. Is releasing a new door. And let me tell you what this new door is. This new door is a symbol of opportunity. Opportunity. And some of you feel like time has happened. And so now, because time is taking place, you feel like maybe God has changed his mind, or if it was gonna happen, it would have happened by now. But I need you to tell somebody time doesn't intimidate God. Ask Abraham, ask Sarah. You still gonna have that baby. You still gonna start that business. You still gonna walk in your ministry. But Michael, I want to know are you bold enough at the word of if God gives you the strength? Are you bold enough to walk through the door? Or are you gonna settle for the gate? Are you coming through or you gonna settle for the gate? I want you to look at the people around you and tell them i gotta do this for me tell them stay here if you want to some people and they're really serious some people are satisfied they don't want no more out of church than what they get they don't want no more out of life than what they're giving they just sitting around waiting for the next thing waiting for the by and by keep reading the obituary yeah people are dying that ain't never died before but well, guess what that's not my focus I'm not waiting for my name to pop up. I'm going to live until I die. How? I said, I'm going to live until I die. I'm going to actually do it by faith. By faith. The Bible says, when they gave the man strength, by the power of the Holy Ghost, he didn't run home. He went beyond the gate. And when he got in there, the Bible says, he began to leap and praise God. That means the way we praise God in the temple... Go ahead, yeah, like that. That's what he did. Tell your neighbor, this is biblical. When somebody says, I praise him in my mind, that's not praise, that's meditation. Praise is action. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I got to go catch this flight. But I'm going to give you an opportunity because I believe everything in me. I I stood up in, in Memphis a month ago and I prophesied and I said... To that church, I said, "Listen, I believe God is releasing it today, but you are gonna have it by November." They asked me to come back last Sunday. Now, these gentlemen with me, Joshua, and with me, they said they wanted me to come back to testify that the Lord, the word of the Lord, had come to pass. If somebody wrote the check—a check from the to the church. It was actually Mike Todd wrote a check to their church for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. I come to tell somebody that what you thought was a need is no longer a need he's a need meeting god but the door won't open if you don't approach it When I count to three, I'm not conjuring nothing up. When I count to three, I want you to believe God is giving you the strength. I want you to turn that doorknob and faith in front of you. I want you to walk into that new space. And when you walk in, I just want you to start praising God. One, two, three, go beyond the gate. Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I pray that you are blessed by the message today. And if you want to continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and even more gospel messages, I encourage you to follow our YouTube channel or subscribe to our podcast. And today we want to give you an opportunity to partner what we're doing domestically here at our local church and what we're doing all over the world. There are ways to give. And remember, when you sow, that seed may leave your hand, but it'll never leave your life. The Bible declares to us that when we sow, seeds are connected to harvest. Well, I want you to remember that I know what it feels like to cry until you have no more tears left to cry. But after you finish crying, don't stop. Get up and keep going.